and welcome. Welcome to the Words of Women and Wisdom radio show. If you're just dialing in for the first time, you recognize my English accent. I'm Yvonne E.L. Silver, born in London, England, and now living in Canada in Calgary, Alberta, coming to you from the base of the Rocky Mountains on BBS Radio, which is hosted live in California, syndicating to over 100 stations globally and also now on iTunes and a whole bunch of other things. So welcome to the show. Today, we have an opportunity that rarely comes up. We have an opportunity for me to be sharing some of my own personal body of work. Sometimes I am bringing guests on, that's the majority of the time, that are inspiring women who've typically risen from tragedy to triumph. My last guest, for example, Bayan King, is Miss Wheelchair Canada. You can actually go back into the BBS Radio Words, Women and Wisdom show page, click on the archives at the bottom, and you can see some of the amazing women that I've interviewed recently and listen to their stories. Today, though, I was going to interview one guest. However, it's flu season. So you have the, the treat of having me live and in person. If we haven't met, I'm Yvonne E.L. Silver. I am the, the founder for Women and Wisdom Media, and I teach women to flourish in business. Now, you know how sometimes women have a little bit of imposter syndrome happening. They're not always confident in asking for a sale. They're not always confident leading their team. We're going to dive into that today. So I'm bringing with me over 30 years of business success working in eight startups, four different countries. I've interviewed and hired about 6,000 people in my career. The last 10 years dedicated to coaching women entrepreneurs in particular. So I can speak to this topic very confidently myself of how to hire and lead with ease and grace. I recently was lucky enough to be presenting at the Women's Success Conference, which was actually hosted in Biloxi, Mississippi. But because of the virtual world we're in right now, I was able to attend as a global speaker on the same platform as um, Forbes Riley, Karen Cherry, uh, Shay Brown, a number of other well-known influencers. And my topic that I'm going to share today is all about shifting from a solopreneur to a CEO mindset so that you can hire and lead your team with ease and grace. So what I hear from a lot of women is that they've had a successful business, they've been operating successfully as a solopreneur, but now their calendar is jam-packed, they're starting to realize they can't do everything, they need to hire a team, but they don't know where to start. They don't know how to hire the right person. They hear horror stories of people having a lot of turnover or moving um, through their organization and, and taking their stuff with them or wanting their own job and starting their own business, duplicating their work. And so we want to avoid by hiring the right person from the beginning. It takes quite a bit of time to train and orient someone in your organization. So you want to get it right. So I'm going to talk today about this topic of hiring and leading with ease and grace. I'm going to air the presentation that I shared at the women's conference. And then I'm going to come back on afterwards and talk to you a little bit more about some of the other recent learnings and some of the content from my best-selling book, 
Words, Women and Wisdom, The Modern Art of Confident Conversations, and how it leads into this content. So grab a pen. We're going to be together for an hour till the top of the hour. You want to make sure you stay to the very end because I'm going to give you some additional information and invite you to a special event coming up on December 1st, which I'll share more about during this presentation. So I'll talk to you at the end of the presentation and look forward to reconnecting afterwards. Here it comes. Hello, ladies of the Success Women's Conference, Fierce and Focused for 2021. Happy to join you. I couldn't be there in person. I'm in Canada, in Calgary, Alberta. And with the travel restrictions, I wanted to share some insights and wisdom on moving from a solopreneur up to a CEO and how to do that. Thank you, Karen Cherry, for the invitation to do so. If we haven't met, I'm Yvonne E.L. Silver. I'm the founder for Women and Wisdom Media and the CEO. Today's session, we're going to talk more about this important topic of moving up to scale up and grow your business, moving up from a solopreneur to a CEO. So why even do this? Well, you cannot grow. You cannot scale your business. You cannot have a vacation and take time off unless you either have people in your business, your team, or you have rock solid systems, probably both. If you wanna have a million dollar business or even bigger, then we really need to start looking at what is the plan? How do we build in our work plan for a team to build out our team? Now, whether that team is employees, contract staff, vendors, part-time people, you, you have roles that these people can fill. You have activities that if you have to do it any longer, you're gonna, it's like sticking pins in your eyes. <laughs> and it's not the best use of your time. So that's what we're gonna look at today. We're gonna look at what to hire out, how to hire with ease, and how to lead with ease. Because these are the ways that you'll be able to step out of your business, have more work-life balance, have more family time, more beach time, and still be having a successful business. The bigger you want the business to grow, the more likely you are to need to put teams and technology in place. Teams is my expertise, uh, coming from a background of over 20 years working in senior human resources roles in four countries, working with eight, uh, nine startups, one of which sold for $12 million, and also working in roles that were both inside corporate uh, corporate arena and also working as an entrepreneur, as I say, many different startups. So I want to share some tips with you today around what to hire out, how to hire with ease and how to lead with ease. So I brought a few slides. If I was here on the big screen with you, I'd be having those slides behind me. So I'm going to just pop them up now. So let's go ahead and share my screen. So this is what it's all about today, is how to move up from solopreneur to CEO. And I'm going to uh, bring with me a way for you to learn three key things. Let's see if we can get these slides moving forward. There we go. Now, I'm on uh, Indigenous land here in Calgary, Alberta, at the base of the Rocky Mountains. So I wanted to do a brief land acknowledgement, which I always start with, in the spirit of pure diversity and inclusiveness. I acknowledge that I'm standing on traditional territories of the Nitsitapi, the Blackfoot, the people of Treaty 7 region in Southern Alberta, which includes the Siksika, the Pikunai, 
the Kanai, the Tizina, and the Stony Nakoda First Nations, including Chiniki, Bears Core, and Wesley First Nations. The city of Calgary, which if you've ever been here, it's a beautiful city, is also home to the Métis Nation of Alberta, Region 3. So thank you for allowing us to be on your land. Today's topic, shift from solopreneur to CEO, to hire, to lead, and to empower your team to success. As I mentioned, what do we want to hire out? Basically, you want to hire out anything that makes you cringe because you don't enjoy doing it. It's not your area of expertise. It takes up a lot of your time. And you could hire an expert probably for less money than it takes you to learn how to do it. And then once you've learned how to do it, your temptation is to keep doing it. <laughs> so I encourage you to look at what are your clients asking of you? What is the language that they're using when they're inviting you to the conversation? Capture that language. That's going to help you in your marketing too. It'll also tell you what is that your clients are looking for. You can then decide whether that's work that is the best fit for you or if this is something you want to start cataloging so that you can build out your team. Do I enjoy it? Am I the expert at it? Is it something that is the best use of my time? Or could I be using my time more effectively to actually be generating new revenue, more revenue, deepening relationships with my existing clients, and then leading my team to do some of this work that is repetitive, that may be a lower energy level, it's just not your area of expertise. So make sure you know what brings you the most joy and keep doing those things inside your business. We're going to talk a little bit more about these other topics of how to hire with these and lead with ease. Now, why am I even talking about this? Well, let's dive in. <laughs> this is me and my mom. I think I'm about six here, my first school photograph. My mom was a successful woman professional. She was actually in uh, the business arena when she met my dad after post-World War II. He came back having a bullet in Dunkirk and he was traumatized. He had PTSD and it actually showed up as being a very, very angry man. And he literally drained the dignity right out of my mom. He was rude. He was uh, powerful language, yelling. Um, I, got, I got lots of beatings as a kid. I was the adventurous wild kid. And literally he drained the dignity right out of my mom and took her power away. He took car keys, meager housekeeping money, and she was actually the reason why I wrote my, my best-selling book, Words, Women, and Wisdom, The Modern Art of Confident Conversations. She was actually my first, what I call, unmentor. She taught me what not to do. <laughs> yeah. So I dedicated that book to her. It's 40 different words and word concepts to help women to stand up, speak up, and be heard, to use more confident conversations, to ask for what they want and receive them. So now as an international speaker, as a coach and a mentor, I teach ambitious women entrepreneurs to flourish in business. And I love working with mission-inspired women entrepreneurs because those are the ones who bring their hearts to work and helping them to move up. I know how to do this. I've been on a team myself. I've led a team of 13 and I know how to move up to CEO. It's about connecting with women who are ready for massive expansion. So if that's you, make sure you have a pen and paper handy because we're going to dive into these topics. You don't want to be struggling to expand and not having a productive team. So why do women struggle with this to begin with? Well, 
it's called imposter syndrome very often, they're, they're not confident hiring and selecting and hiring the right person for the job or leading and then understanding how to empower and motivate people. There's four different personality types that you'll learn about more in my work, but it's really about how to manage, when to teach, when to coach and when to fire as well. So we hire slowly, we fire quickly. That's my guidance. So now teaching women to showcase their value with confident conversations, that's my passion. And part of that is to have more fun, more family time, more beach time through empowering and growing our team. That's what my book is all about. It's out on paperback, uh, ebook, and this summer even on audiobook for busy women on the go. So my promise today is to give you three key invites, and I'm going to go quite fast. So I hope this is a high energy group. What to hire out, we talked a little bit about, how to hire with ease, and to lead with ease. So while I'm doing this work, it's really important for me that I'm uplifting the spirit of humanity. And so I love to donate. For every copy purchased of my book, I donate one to a women's shelter foundation or not-for-profit in stacks of 10. <laughs> so really, I would love to be donating a million copies. I'm hoping that you'll help me with that as well. So now I'm out on radio shows. I have my own radio show. I'm out speaking at conferences like this and podcasts and doing interviews to get across this message that women have power as leaders. Just going to move my face down a little bit here. So did you know there is a Chinese bamboo species? Oh, need more coffee. Species. There's actually 1,500 different kinds of grass bamboo species. But there's one in particular that remains dormant for five years. Then it shoots up and it grows two feet every 45, sorry, two feet a day for every 45 days. So it actually ends up, whoops, <laughs> it ends up in six weeks, shooting up 90 feet in the air. That's what you can do when you have a team. It's not just about you growing quietly and slowly by yourself. It's about elevating and growing that team so you can shoot fast in your growth as well. So we know that women are actually better leaders than men. Did you know that, ladies? So when you look at this, um, this chart, this was actually researched done by Zenka Folkman and published in the Business Insider, Why Women Are More Effective Leaders Than Men. So if you look at these 16 competencies, the top ones that are in green are all where women are actually better at this than men. Let's look at the percentages. We've got women taking initiative, 13.67 times more than men, in fact. We've got displaying integrity and honesty, which is key for retaining customers and team, driving for results, practicing self-development, developing others and inspiring and motivating others. I won't read the whole chart, but you get the idea. Women are super powerful leaders because we lead with empathy and we care about the outcomes, which is important because when we think about how to hire with ease, we don't want to get it wrong because there's a huge impact. There's a huge cost if we actually hire the wrong person. Yeah, the cost, well, there's direct costs, then there's bad hire costs, and then there's the impact of that. <laughs> so if you've advertised, if you've hired this person through an agency, 
if you've spent time, which you probably have, screening and interviewing this person. Maybe you had to relocate them from another, another city if you're not working virtually. Maybe they completed an assessment test or there was some sort of orientation they needed for the first two or three weeks. Those are all costs to you. And if you have a bad hire, those costs accelerate because it creates bad morale with the rest of the team. Obviously, you if they lose if you lose that person, you're losing those training dollars. You may have a temporary backfill. You got to find someone quickly, and that costs money and causes stress. The replacement costs. Maybe there's some legal costs involved if they're not a good fit. Severance, vacation pay. The costs start to add up. So I'm encouraging how to hire with ease. So you get it right the first time because the impact is huge. Your coworkers, your rest of your team are gonna see, whoa, this person's not pulling their weight. Very often the trained people now go to your competition. So now you've trained someone for your competition. We don't want that. And your customer satisfaction is gonna be declining if they're having a negative experience. So it's absolutely critical you look for a new staff, whether that's vendors, employees, contractors, consultants, look for people who have common values with you. Look for a team that you can build out that has some common values, but also has different skills and abilities to you. Because if you're the action-oriented front runner, you wanna make sure that there's somebody in the organization who's looking after the system side, for example. But you wanna have common values of strong customer service. Because if your experience with your customer is vastly different than what they experience when they start working with one of your team, it's not gonna feel great. They're gonna likely drop off. So customer satisfaction can decline with a poor hire. Obviously then there's a whole lot of wasted energy and time. So I'm gonna invite you to check this out. Do you know if you are ready to step into being a CEO. If you wanna find out, I've designed a 10 point assessment for you. It's free, it's a 10 point assessment. Are you ready to move up from solopreneur to CEO, to hire, lead, and empower your team to success? And all you need to do is text to this number on the screen, 403-668-9278. Text the word CEO, CEO capitals. That's what you want to be, right? So text that number 403 668 9279. Text the word CEO and you'll receive my free 10 point assessment. Are you ready to move up from solopreneur to CEO? Now, your leadership is really critical. Building trust in your leadership is it gonna be a key for your staff? And the ways to build trust, there's actually several seeds that were described by the Center for Creative Leadership, three PhD ladies who developed this concept of the research. So it's actually three seeds, it's really easy to remember. The first one is showing competence. So show the things that you are great at, retain those things and delegate the rest of the things that aren't your strong suit. So competence, no one's gonna give you more work unless you're already doing a brilliant job of the existing project. Consistency, if you say you're gonna do it, do it and follow through. In your emails, start the line with, as promised, here is the dot, dot, dot. 
as promised, here is dot, dot, dot. As promised, before the deadline of Thursday, here's the dot, dot. And, and so you're putting into the, the mindset of your client that when you promise something, you deliver on it. So we're building out that repertoire of, I promised, I did, I promised, I did. The other thing is caring. We wanna make sure that we are gathering input from our team and showing that we truly care. Not because we're saying, what do you think? But because we're actually doing something with that feedback. So when you collect that feedback from your team and they say, hey, you know, have you ever thought of this? Have you ever thought of that? I've got a really good idea. Listen, give them some feedback right away, whether you think that's feasible, whether it's something that might have to wait a little bit and then relate back to it when you implement it. Because you told us this, now we've gone ahead and implemented this. Thank you for that amazing suggestion. And we're gonna be moving forwards with more of your suggestions in the future. So you're encouraging everybody else's good ideas to put them forwards, showing that you have competence, you know what you're talking about as a leader, you have consistency and you prove that and demonstrate it and role model it. And you have a caring approach to listening to your team. So that's all about building trust in the workplace, which is a key piece of retaining women on your staff. Now, why does trust even matter? you might be asking. So the Queen's School of Business, that's up in Canada, and so is Gallup. Gallup is in, in North America. You've seen Gallup data before. Obviously, we talked about the replacement costs. If people leave because they don't trust you as a leader. Also though, sometimes they just don't show up. <laughs> so you have a disengaged worker, you have high absenteeism, high as in you know 30% higher, 49%, that's almost half. 49% more accidents, 60% more errors and defects. You don't want to have accidents and errors showing up to your customers. You've built that customer base. You've worked hard to earn their trust. Now you're giving your team that trust. You wanna make sure that they're following systems, they understand the values, they understand your way of doing things. Your employees, uh, sorry, your customer's journey is a key piece of their orientation because a lack of loyalty is something that costs money. And when people leave an organization through their own voluntary, they call it voluntary turnover, they choose to leave. So often it is caused because there's workplace stress and workplace stress often comes because as leaders, we give tasks out, but we don't always give the outcome that we're looking for. We don't always manage it effectively. We're so happy to have someone finally on the team. We just dump and run. That's not delegating. Delegating is when you take time to show your employee what's expected, how you want it done, what the outcome is, and what the impact for that is. How does this impact our customer service? How does that impact the results that we are delivering to our customers? It's really important that they understand that piece as well. So the customer journey, if you haven't got that um, figured out yet, I encourage you to think about that. What steps are absolutely critical? What steps can you give to somebody else? Now, leadership confidence is something that one of my clients, uh, Lee, when I first met her, that's what she was interested in. She was a very young leader, but she was interested in elevating her confidence by showing clear, concise decision-making and showing that she could be a trusted leader because she wasn't wavering 
making bad decisions, she was clear, concise, on point, and building a strong and cohesive team. So together, we worked on her language. We worked on using her tone more effectively. And tone is one of those things where if you're speaking very quickly in a high voice, people don't always trust you. Whereas if you're speaking with a deep resonance, think about a newscaster, for example, a resonant low tone and a slower pitch, sorry, a slower pace and a low pitch, it's much more trustworthy. Also, just simply wearing a jacket can actually elevate that credibility because you are now looking like the leader that you are as well. So we did some work together using concise and powerful language to help her build confidence and trust with her team. Now, I love this quote from Maya Angelou, lovely lady, people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. And that's what we need to focus on for our employees. Daniel Pink actually did a lot of work around this. He actually looked at what it is specifically that motivates us. That's what's in his book, Drive, The Surprising Truth About What Really Motivates Us. And he figured that through his research, there were three key things that kept coming out over and over again. People want autonomy. They don't want someone looking over their shoulder. They want to be able to have the task given to them and get on with it, use their power, their relationships, their innovation, their research, their skills to do their best work. They want to have a chance to be masterful at it. So don't keep switching me around on projects. Give me a chance to dig my teeth in, become a subject matter expert, a go-to resource, and get some depth in that area. Mastery. It's something that, especially people that have a high knowledge requirement, they love to be masterful at something. And then purpose. What's the purpose of this project? How does that connect back to the values of the organization? How does it connect back to the work that we're doing as uh, supporting our clients? So those are the three elements that he discovered, true motivation, autonomy, mastery, purpose. And also connecting back on that purpose, how does each person on the team recognize the value of their work? This little cog connects to this cog, connects to this cog that makes the whole wheel go round. And sometimes it takes going out and doing a customer visit for them to really understand the power of what you've given them in the way of a role and their connection to other parts of the organization. So purpose, understanding the values, the vision and the purpose of the organization, that's your role as leader. And then get out of the way after you've given them a way to figure out how to do it. Again, let's check and see, are you ready to step up from being a solopreneur to a CEO? You can get the assessment free. Just a reminder, the text number to text the word CEO to is this, 403-668-9279. So go ahead and do that right now. Text me, CEO is the word, to 403-668-9279. And you'll receive the 10-point assessment plus some tips there's actually six C's of conscious CEO, um, of being a conscious CEO. And they're in this, in this assessment. And there's actually a free gift in there too, which is a values assessment that I use all the time in my business, not only to secure new clients, 
but to help work more effectively with everybody on my team. And that's included. So you get that as part of the gift as well. And you'll understand, where do I need to put some energy? Now I put this in for a bit of a laugh. <laughs> have you ever played this game as a kid, Operation? Yeah, where you have to find and try not to touch the sides and then the magnet uh, on the, the tweezers will go off and the light goes off, yeah. So you're really trying to pull out pieces of the body without touching the sides, doing an operation. Did you ever find the confidence muscle? Yeah, yeah, I, I don't think you probably did. It's not labeled, right? I believe women as leaders, as CEOs, our confidence muscle is right here. Right here is how hard. How we do business with more empathy, with more caring, building trust, delivering high value, taking initiative, all the things on that leadership chart I showed you earlier, that's where women shine as leaders. So let's step it up, ladies. Let's use some more powerful language. So I talked about hiring with ease, what you wanna hire out. This last piece is about leading with ease. So first off, powerful language. Should versus could. Subtle difference perhaps in how it's spelled. Huge difference, huge in the intention and the energy behind it. Should, oh, I should do this, I should do that. You should, you should do this, you should do that. Have you ever had the, the parent finger pointing going on? Yeah. So should has that energy of obligation to it. Whereas could is all about possibility and lightness and options and freedom. Yeah. So let's stop shooting on ourselves <laughs> and shooting on other people as well. You should do this. You should do that. That's just your opinion. What you could do is an option. It's much a much more easy way to build collaboration and to build respect of your team. Just is a word I encourage you to pay attention to when you're using it, because often women make things feel smaller. They diminish their own power oh, I just wanted you to do this. So I thought you could just do that. Well, that sounds like you're almost begging. Take out the word just. It doesn't usually need to be in the sentence. So pay attention to where that's popping up for you. It's not a powerful word. Use a power pause though. A power pause, if you haven't run across that term before, is where you give yourself grace. Because, <laughs> hey, we don't know all the answers to everything, yet we want to come across as strong leaders, strong CEOs. So the power pause is all about having a time for us to think. <laughs> so what I mean by that is, could sound like this. Oh, I don't know how to do this. How do you do that? Hmm. You say, nobody's ever asked me that before. Let me find out and I'll get back to you. And then off you go. So you don't have to know all the answers all the time. Now, if, if you are giving instructions for a fire drill, like the building is burning down, obviously you're not gonna pause. You're gonna give clear, concise instructions. Everybody needs to grab their purse, leave the building now. You're not even saying please. You're being very directive, very strong, very powerful. It's safety, everybody must get out. That's not the time to pause, but every other time, your employees will respect that you didn't just come back with a half-baked answer. Yes, you took the time to listen and give them a full answer. In meetings, you're gonna spend a lot of time in meetings when you are the leader. 
because you've got multiple projects on the go now. So you have to be really effective, really productive in meetings. You could have them all standing up. That's one concept. The other thing, though, is learn how to speak first and last. What do I mean? You speak first because you set the agenda for the meeting. Here's what we're here to talk about today. We've got 40 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it is. And here's where I'd like to be at the end of the meeting. So you set the clear outcome, set the direction. Then you invite input. So Mary, Joe, Fred, I'd like to hear your ideas on how we're going to accomplish this task. Go around the room, gather the input, guide the people who want who are kind of shy and draw out their answers as well. And then at the end, you as the leader get to decide how things are going to move forward. So then you wrap it up with a nice little bow on it and you literally say, hmm, I've heard all the ideas. We've got some great ones here. This is the one I think that aligns most with our strategic priorities, our customer needs, our pricing, our budget. And this is what we're going to go forward with first. And then we may come back to some of these other great ideas afterwards. So everybody clear on what they're working on this week? Off we go. So speak first and speak last. And as I said, be really cautious about when you use the word just. There is a lot more language. There's 40 different words and word concepts in my book, Words, Women and Wisdom, The Modern Art of Confident Conversations. So I encourage you to pick up a copy it's on audiobook, it's on Amazon as a bestseller, as a physical book, and also an ebook. And then you'll learn more of those tips. So, language options are key. This is something that one of my other clients, Catherine Franzen, said she wanted to more effectively communicate with the leadership team at work. So, she needed to understand what her specific skills were, her unique skills and values, and then articulate them back to her team members. And now she's seeing way more exciting opportunities at work. Success is through clarity. Another client of mine, Linda, had lost her vision and needed, again, clarity and purpose and possibility from a mentor and coach. And I was lucky enough to work with her to help her flourish in business. I'd love to help you too. So if you're intrigued, text me. Text the word CEO to this number, 403-668-9279. Join me. Reserve the date, December 1st, 10 a.m. Mountain Time. You'll get an invite if you sign up for the assessment anyway. Plus, you'll find out how ready you are to be a CEO. And then join me on the 1st for the Conscious CEO Masterclass. And you can also register on my website, yvonsilver.com, under the Events tab. I hope this has been valuable to know what to hire out, how to hire with ease and lead with ease. And I look forward to sharing more at another Success Women's Conference. Thank you for your rapt attention. Have a beautiful day. It was a really interesting conference. I was uh, really enjoying at the end of the conference in some VIP sessions, having the opportunity to chat with Karen Cherry, one of the founders for the conference, who brought in a uh, intriguing guest, Forbes Riley. You're probably familiar with that name if you're uh, working in large circles where women who are selling billion and billions in product are um, showing their success. She was a very uh, kind lady who um, was, was able to help refine with a little bit of coaching refine some comments that were coming up in introductions. Fabulous session. 
So if you have still got that pen and paper handy, you probably have heard a couple of times now that there is a masterclass coming up on December 1st. It's 10 a.m. in the morning mountain time, and it's called the Conscious CEO. So I encourage you to join me for that. It's going to be a 90-minute session. We're going to dive deeper into some of the content that is outlined on the assessment and also give you some more powerful language to be using so that you can lead your team with ease and grace. There's also coming up on the next BBS radio show, which is two weeks from now, we're going to be doing a live show again with Karen Abrams, who is an amazing theta healer. So watch for the postings and information about Karen and her work and how we're going to organize that show, because that's going to be a live show where you are encouraged as our audience, if you want to get a personal session with Karen, a short one, to dive in, dial in live to the show and actually have her work her magic on us. I'll be posting more about Karen if you haven't met with her yet, don't know her in the world. So watch again for those notices to be popping up on the LinkedIn profile, my LinkedIn profile, also on the show page, bbsradio.com, the Words, Women and Wisdom show, and also on Facebook and Twitter. And if you're not yet a member of the Women and Wisdom VIP community, keep in touch with me because there's some really interesting work I'm doing that's coming up. You want to make sure that you're first in line to hear about that. For example, I'm actually kicking off my wisdom circles again in 2022. So this is an opportunity to pop in your application to be accepted for the 22 wisdom, 2022 wisdom circles, which is a unique combination of coaching, masterminding, and mentoring. And I call it Mindshare. There is content that we're going to wrap the conversations around. So you can actually check that out under the tab on my website, which is yvonnesilver.com, not the E-L part on my name, just yvonnesilver.com. Under the coaching tab, you'll see wisdom circles with a circle of ladies' shoes. Click on that button at the bottom to apply now for that, and you'll receive a lot more information about it. I also am going to be sharing on Friday um, at, sorry, not Friday, on Wednesday, December 1st, for that Conscious CEO masterclass, I'm going to be sharing some tools that I'm using with my clients. One of the key things that I hear a lot of, of solopreneurs saying is, I'm not sure what to hire out. And I talked a little bit about that at the beginning of that session that I just shared at the conference. Really, it's about analyzing where are you spending time now? And is that the highest use of your time? Is it something that is common. It's repeated every week, every month, every two weeks in your business, where it could be outsourced, it could be uh, systemized, it could be something because it's repetitive that isn't the best use of your time. So we'll talk a little bit more about some tools that you can dive into that will help you identify where are some of those time wasters and things that really are not very productive. I also want to encourage you to check out the book, Words, Women and Wisdom, the cover behind me here, The Modern Art of Confident Conversations, it really came about, I wanted to write a a book and decided, yep, as a goal-oriented solopreneur CEO myself, 
that it was going to be a bestseller, which it was. It hit bestseller status overnight in November 2018. And there's 40 different words and word concepts in there. But there's also, in addition to stories that bring the concepts to life from my 30 years of business success, I've also included over 175 references to concepts that are brilliant. People like Marcy Shymoff, who I actually interviewed as part of the lead up for my book, talking about some of the concepts in her book, Happy for No Reason. Simon Sinek, Sally Hogshead. There's a lot of very successful, confident women who I interviewed for the book and also have included some of the work that's referenced back to them. Melinda Whitstock, the founder for the Wings of Inspired Business uh, podcast and platform. I interviewed with Jenny Gulamani Abdullah, who's at the time the, the Canadian president for the Business and Professional Women's Club, BPW, which has, oh, 35 or so thousand members globally. Um, I interviewed several wise and confident women and included their information as well, their quotes, their wisdom nuggets, along with my own stories to wrap this up together in a book, which is helping women elevate their confidence so you can ask for what you want in a way that will enable you to get it, to receive it. So I'm going to share a couple of more tips with you today. As we start to wrap up the show, we have about another 10 minutes left. So I want to talk to you about a brilliant concept that we use a lot. And as a professional coach working with women specifically for the last 10 years, uh, women entrepreneurs, one of my favorite questions always starts with, I'm curious, can you tell me a little more about dot, dot, dot. Because I'm coming from an energy of curiosity, it's like when we talked earlier on about the difference between should and could, should having that tone of obligation to it, you should do this, and it's like you're being criticized, whereas could is open-ended and possible energy, it's different energy. The word curious, again, makes whatever you're going to say afterwards sound like you are genuinely, in, genuinely interested in the topic. If you dive into something because you want to know, you know, why are we doing this? And you use the word why, very often people get their back up because as a child, again, a lot of us had that, well, why are you doing this? And why don't you clean your room? And why, why, why? And when I hear it, I hear literally, I feel the hair on the back of my neck going up and I start to get a red face. So rather than putting our team members, our staff or our customers on the spot, I encourage using, I'm curious, can you share a little more about? And, and usually that language will invite a conversation in a very different energy. People are happy to share. How did they come up with that idea? What is it that the system is doing that is perhaps working well or maybe not working so well? How could it be even better? So I bring a lot of appreciative inquiry into my work as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm curious, what is the desired outcome for this project, for example? If I'd launched straight into my question, what's the desired outcome for this project? It could have sounded a little bit more like an interrogation. If you have a lot of women on your team, and I sure hope as a woman entrepreneur, that you are looking closely at where can I hire more women on my team 
and pay them at fair wages because we don't want that disparity to continue where women are very often only paid 87 cents on the dollar compared to men for doing the same work. We want to continue to foster women having their own confidence. And one of those keys to confidence is having your own resources, having more choice. When you're paid fairly, you have more choice. You also come to work more engaged. So hire and, and pay the people as much as you can afford to pay them, not starting on the skinny end of the wedge with the tiniest portion that you can pay them. Because as soon as someone else sees what brilliant work they're doing and your competitors get wind of that, then all they have to do, if you're paying them a tiny small wage, is to attract them by hiring them with more money. So pay your staff. It's worth paying them as much as you can afford, not as little as you can afford. So in order to build trust as a female leader, I talked earlier on about those three C's uh, from the Center for Creative Leadership about competence, consistency, and caring. And I've actually added into that 10-point assessment I mentioned, there's actually six elements, six C's to being a conscious CEO. And they're outlined along with three more CEO insights around the topic of hiring, leading, and engaging your team. That's all part of that assessment. And that's bundled up. It's actually available as well. If you don't have your phone handy to text me, it's actually available on my website. If you go to the about page on YvonneSilva.com, or you can go to the free gift tab and download the assessment there, complete that. And then I'd love to hear from you. What did you learn by doing the assessment? You can always uh, text me. You can reach out to me through the con contact page and you can also email me or you can simply connect on Facebook or LinkedIn with me. I want to stay in touch because I want to hear what you're saying about that. So live coming up, as I mentioned, um, we've got a couple of things. So we've got the December 1st at 10 a.m. Conscious CEO Masterclass. That's coming up. We've also got the opportunity to join me in a wisdom circle. And that's going to be a small group of women who are all coming from a women's, um, a female entrepreneurship background, maybe operating at different levels. So this is for you um, if you are at the, you know, under, under 3 million stage in your business. And also looking at what can we learn from each other? We've all got different tools, techniques, strategies, concepts. When we learn and grow together, it's powerful. And I will be bringing more content from my body of work as well. As the founder for Women and Wisdom Media, obviously a lot of content went into writing the book. Two years, actually, it took 18 months to get the content out and then another, um, another nine months to actually put it um, through the editing and uh, copy cleanup process. So I encourage you to keep in touch. Join me in the Women and Wisdom VIP community. You'll get regular updates on events where there might be a discounted ticket for you. You also might get to hear early and join live, such as the radio show coming up with Karen Abrahams. Uh, sorry, Karen Abrams. <clears throat> and that's going to be a live show. Watch for details on my Facebook page. And you can also reach out to me through LinkedIn and Twitter and through my um, through my website. So if you are intrigued to learn more about this topic, if you have a women's group, for example, or you are looking for a speaker for 2022, 
who understands about women and entrepreneurship and leadership and how to hire with ease and grace and engage your team so that you actually have a fully productive team, then reach out to me. Because if you're ready to kick off 2022 with new energy, new power in your language, that's what I'm ready to do as well. And it could be a really interesting collaboration. So you can join me, join with me by hooking up, learning more about the work that I'm doing. Um, I'm happy to reach out and help with you. Uh, sorry, to reach out with you and help you to understand more about this body of work. It's about being a conscious CEO using powerful language to flourish in business. It's about sales mastery. It's about moving past imposter syndrome. It's about the, the opportunity to ask for what you want, even at home, and get that time that you need to invest on your business because your family understands what your goals are, what the rewards are for them if they are working with you out of the house, if you have a home office, for example. So powerful, powerful concepts. And the last concept I wanna share with you today is about choices. So you can show your leadership and your, in your choices. So if you're, if you're waiting until a, um, a last minute deadline, and then you're wondering why you're not necessarily getting the best work from your team, you might want to have a look at making sure you're padding in your calendar, making a note of the original timeline that, or, or deadline. I don't you know, I like to use the word deadline as much as timeline. The original timeline that you gave someone to achieve or accomplish a specific task or project. And make sure that you've got some checkpoints along the way. So you don't give them a whole week and then you know, five minutes before the timeline that, that, uh, when it's due to go scurrying back and saying, no, is it done? That you are checking in along the way to make sure, do you have the tools? Do you have the resources? Were you able to make the connections? Were you able to download X, Y, Z, whatever they need for the team? Are you finding all the instructions? Is there any bottlenecks that I, as your leader, can help you to remove in order for you to do your best work? No, you have everything you need, great. And a good time to actually find out what they need is at the start of the project when you give them the task. So instead of saying, you know, this is what I need done by this timeline, can you do this? And getting a yes or no answer, which doesn't really tell you anything. I encourage you to ask a little bit more at the beginning of the project. Can we just clarify that my instructions were clear what are the key outcomes for this project and have them repeat it back. And if they're not clear, clarify right then. And so the outcome to measure success for this project looks like ask them to explain it, to showcase that they know what it is. And then you can simply ask them, you know, I'm curious, what are your first couple of steps to start working on this project so that we can get to success and this particular timeline? And sometimes what they'll share back shows you that they really don't have a clue how to get started on it. And that's the point at which you can say, hmm, tell me again, you know, what might be an alternate way to get it done to make sure that we meet this timeline? Give them a couple of chances to show, showcase their knowledge. And if they're still way off track and you know that that's completely in the wrong direction or it's time wasted, it's not going to support the outcome. That's the time to say, hmm. Can we consider an alternate approach of maybe starting here? I think I can help you get there faster. So let's try this approach and then I'll check in with you and make sure you check in sort of halfway through the project to make sure that they're on track. 
So there's just a few tips on how you can be a more conscious leader. I hope that you will join me on December 1st for the Conscious CEO Masterclass. You can register for that through Eventbrite. You can search it out on Eventbrite. The quickest way, though, to know if this is something that is right for you or not is to go to my website, yvonnesilver.com, under events, and you can learn more about the Conscious CEO Masterclass coming up December 1st at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and find out if that's something that you will be joining for that session. It's a free session and it's 90 minutes of value-packed content. So I hope that you will join me. For today, we're coming up to the end of the show. I hope you found this valuable. I hope you will join me for the next show that's coming up live with uh, Theta Healer, International Theta Healer, Karen Abrams, and find out more about that by looking at the Facebook page for um, Yvonne Silva, looking at checking me out, connecting on LinkedIn, and then also looking and seeing that on Twitter. So make sure you connect with me in one of those three places and you'll get the information. Or as I mentioned, you can also join the Women and Wisdom VIP community and learn more about my work there. Thank you again for listening in today. I hope you've got a whole page full of notes. If you're stuck on something and you're thinking, wow, hiring a coach for 2022 as a woman entrepreneur is really what I need to hire my team to step into more confident conversations, to step away from imposter syndrome and really attract the people that you need to attract to achieve your goals. I'm here to connect with you. Please do reach out. Let's book a short period of time. Let's book a call and we'll dive into what you need and see how I fit around those things. Enjoyed having you with me for today. Thank you and have a beautiful Thanksgiving if you're dialing in from the US of A. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone, and bye for now. Ladies, a new book is on the horizon. Words, Women and Wisdom, The Modern Art of Confident Conversations. This new book is for women ready to rediscover their inner confidence, take a stand for themselves in life and business by using more powerful language. Words are so powerful and have already changed history. On October 5th, the New York Times published a story detailing decades of allegations of sexual harassment against film producer Harvey Weinstein. And numerous women in the entertainment industry found the courage to go public, banding together with a powerful voice that change is long overdue. Even Oprah Winfrey, television network icon, gave a rousing speech at the Golden Globe Awards in January. The media has showcased the Time's Up Legal Defense Fund. The Me Too movement is flourishing and all signaling it's time for women's equality and change. I believe it's time to give women the verbal agility to create more confident conversations. Words, Women and Wisdom, The Modern Art of Confident Conversations is the book which provides practical approaches for women to ask for what we really want and receive our request. Hello, I'm Yvonne Silver, Certified Executive Coach and Senior HR Professional, seasoned in business. I teach women to flourish in business by using more confident language to help empower and engage others. 
This book is the result of over 35 years of my career, professional career, working in four different countries. I've interviewed over 6,000 people in my career for job interviews, executive coaching, for sales and consulting conversations. And I've listened to hundreds of women in particular who are looking for a better way to collaborate. They're looking to be uh, asking for what they really want and heard and validated, especially in business. And women often earn less than men for doing exactly the same job. It's 2018. It's time for change. The modern art of confident conversations explores words we use at home, at work, words that trip us up, elevate us, and encourage us, and when no words are even required. It is about how to leverage the power of words in a positive, in a collaborative, and impactful way. Now I work with women entrepreneurs and leaders who are empowering other women and leading through mentorship programs and my coaching, public speaking, interviews, and writing. I'm passionate about women's equality. Why? I grew up in England in a house with a flow of negative comments from my father, which destroyed my mum's dignity until she became an empty shell of the vibrant woman she'd once been, belittled by. Constant criticism and questioning of her abilities. Through my own life journey and supporting hundreds of female clients, I've discovered critical words to ask to get what we really want collaboratively. I know there are critical links between our language, our behavior, our mindset, and our success in life. Words from a song can replay in our head for hours, and poetry can bring a lump in our throats. I've combined my insights with interviews from influential women, sharing their pearls of wisdom, supplemented with research and reference studies from established scholars. Women are rising up. It's time for women to be heard. Let's use more powerful, positive language and join the rising tide of change. This book is for you, a woman looking to the future. Ready to embrace significant positive changes in your life by using more confident language. Eliminate those words that drain your power. Add words that energize and invigorate, and shift from ordinary to extraordinary. Just one word can change your life. I believe every woman needs their own copy of this powerful book. It's time for action and time for change. Order and reserve your own copy of Words, Women, and Wisdom today.